Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Rumblings, Podcast 266. This time I don't have much to talk about, but I did play Mad Max for a few hours, so I have sort of a early peek at that, and that's it for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So I've been playing Mad Max for about three hours. It is not based on Fury Road, but a lot of sort of the time period it takes place in seems to be right around that sort of time period. There are more sort of references to the style of Fury Road than any of the other movies, although there is sort of a a mystical backstory that I've just sort of seen a glimpse of, which does kind of harken back to Mad Max 3. It is, I guess you could call it an open-world game with story-driven elements that sort of have you doing a combination of driving, sort of from place to place, as well as fighting while you're driving, and also doing some stuff on land when you, like, take over a base, or you'll go into sort of an underground area. I haven't played too many open-world kind of games because I don't usually like that kind of style of game. Uh, But this one is sort of broken up into different zones. And it looks like the different zones are blocked by sort of story progression. Like the one I'm working in is the first zone. And there's sort of been mention of getting past a certain sort of stronghold. And the stronghold has some kind of big gate blocking it. So that explains why I'm sort of stuck in this one first zone. It does have quite a bit of driving But the driving doesn't seem as hard as it does in most games, you know, where you're in a city and you're driving around. Maybe that's because it's mostly in an open sort of wasteland area, or maybe it is just because it is a little bit uh, more kind in terms of driving and the physics of driving. There is also on the ground, you know, when you're outside of your vehicle fighting, it is similar to the Batman Arkham games or The Witcher Uh, specifically Witcher 3. I don't know if the other ones have the same kind of combat system. But there's that same sort of action-style combat, and you'll get sort of a warning when the bad guys are going to do a certain move that you can counter, and you can choose to counter at that time or dodge or just kind of keep hitting them in the face. Though usually if they hit you with one of those kind of moves, it'll interrupt your attacks. But the combat in general seems more fun, And a little bit easier to control than, uh, as I mentioned, you know, the Arkham games or Witcher 3. Sometimes in the Batman games, I would have like a lot of issues with either camera or guys would come sort of from angles I wasn't ready for. And I'd get sort of beaten up and lost in the combat quite a bit. That doesn't really seem to happen here. Here, the bad guys can surround you, but usually they sort of start out in one area and then they sort of come at you. So... If you have a decent amount of tactical awareness, you can sort of feel 
where they went. You know, that guy was coming at me this way, and then he split off that direction. That guy split off that direction. Okay, they're going to be here and here in the sort of combat arena. Whereas, like I said, something like the Batman Arkham games, many times they would just sort of jump into your fighting area, and you wouldn't even see them enter combat. And it got pretty chaotic. That doesn't seem to happen here, so that's really good. As part of driving around in the wastelands, there are sort of outcroppings of rocks or just various things in the road that you can run into, and a lot of it is destructible, and it's really cool to run into it and see it sort of destruct and break apart, and it kind of smashes up your car, and it's hilarious and fun. There is also fighting with other vehicles, so you can ram them, or you can take a, a one of several weapons and sort of shoot them, or the drivers that are driving the vehicles. And combat is super cool and super fun to do. Smashing into other cars is very fun, especially if they blow up, or if you kill guys in, like, hilariously violent ways, as is uh, the norm for Mad Max. And part of the reason for that is that even though your car gets damaged and it can actually get so damaged you actually are forced to leave it or you know die inside of it if you get out of your car you have this mechanic companion and he'll repair the car actually fairly quickly i would say it's maybe half a minute to a minute uh, i haven't timed it or anything but it goes up really quickly so it's like you smash stuff you smash stuff you smash stuff oh the car is pretty broken you just hop out of the car for a little while and he'll fix you right up and you're often getting out of the car pretty often anyways, just to like loot various things, or uh, you're on a quest, or you're passing by uh, one of the many random goals that are around the wastelands. And so you're getting out of your car frequently enough that it's usually not an issue that you get busted up and you need to repair. The wastelands are pretty much big wastelands. They're, uh, as per all pretty much Mad Max movies, just a bunch of wasteland desert. And although there are sort of paved roads, they kind of look like if they were paved at one time, they've been covered over by sand. But you can very easily drive off-road, as it were, into the rougher areas. It slows you down a little bit, so I would assume it burns up a little bit more gas. But you can pretty much just go in a straight line if you wanted. It'll take you a lot longer than taking the roads. But it's really cool that you have that option. This story revolves around Mad Max losing his sort of iconic car that's in all of the movies. And he pretty rapidly after that finds a mechanic. And that mechanic foresaw Max's coming in a dream. Part of that sort of mysticism I mentioned. And together they're sort of cruising around the wasteland to build up a car uh, from the mechanic's dream, basically. And to get Mad Max's, you know, original V8 back. There is a leveling system for Max. As you do more things, you sort of gain, I think they call them legend levels, which is sort of his overall sort of progress. And then as that goes up, individual sort of unlocks will unlock. I haven't unlocked too many things yet because, like I said, I've only played three hours. Pretty much I've only unlocked like one uh, set of upgrades for Max. And you get uh, more sort of talent points as you go along and then you visit a certain guy and you can upgrade more stuff similarly as you go through the story quest and this may change in the future uh, as they play more you unlock stuff for your car 
So I think I've unlocked like a harpoon gun and then I just unlocked a sniper rifle. And there was one other thing I unlocked. Oh, a turbo boost. But there's like a bunch of stuff you can unlock for the car. I would guess easily a dozen categories or more. So there's quite a bit more I can unlock and then each unlock has, you know, various tiers of unlock past that. I don't know if they've actually collaborated with the original movie maker, but the lore is really solid Mad Max lore. It really feels exactly like, you know, everything we've seen in the movies. And again, uh, very heavily sort of skewed towards the most recent Fury Road with all of the gangs, which were kind of always in the movies. It's just in the older movies, we'd only see like one or two factions at a time. Fury Road was sort of the first one that introduced us to multiple factions. And what's also cool is there's this sort of like lore tracking system as part of the game. So anytime you encounter like a new bad guy or a new location, it puts it into your uh, lore library. And you can go back and read it. And it's really cool to read all the lore that's in there in the game. Especially if you are a fan of the Mad Max series. Visuals are really solid, and my, like, six-year-old laptop has no problems at all running it on high. So it's pretty light on specs, so that's very good. The music seems great and doesn't seem overly repetitive. I don't really remember uh, too much either way about the music, if it's bad or good, so it's probably fairly neutral. There is quite a lot of dialogue and sort of side comments from the characters, They don't seem to get repetitive at all. I've heard the mechanic make several different comments. It doesn't sound like he's saying the same thing over and over. So it's really cool to hear, you know, their funny comments about, you know, how you killed a guy or, you know, he gave me an alert that somebody's coming once. uh, So I got a heads up and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I see the car coming now. So it's really cool uh, voiceover uh, dialogue that is not, you know, part of the main storyline dialogue. And of course, all of the main story dialogue is really well done. And uh, uh, the writing is pretty solid. I wouldn't say it's terrible or too over the top. It feels very appropriate, you know, similar to the movies again. I really love it so far. Like I said, I've only played about three hours, so I'm not that far into it. I'm still in sort of the first main zone. I do have an achievement that said finish Act 1, so I don't know how far I am in the total campaign. I would assume Act 1 is probably just like the tutorial, sort of first hour of play. But as a Mad Max fan, I really love it. I don't normally like open world kind of games, but this one I actually like quite a bit. All of the story areas are very different. All of the sort of little random things you pass, like the bases and like, oh, destroy this thing to get a bonus, you know, all of that stuff is varied enough that it's not boring or repetitive, which is why I usually don't like uh, these kind of open-world games. They usually tend to get repetitive really fast, especially ones that have like, oh, do this certain kind of mini-game when you get to this area, and oh, do this other kind of certain mini-game. You know, this one is pretty much, I guess you could say, more along the lines of the Far Cry series, where it's just pretty much all combat, and there's like random encounters, and there's bases, but, you know, they're varied enough. Like I said, I haven't seen anything that looked uh, repetitive, or it's like, oh, this base is just that other base, but flipped. 
you know, none of that stuff seems to apply. All the bases I've done have been really cool and really uh, detailed. If you are not a hardcore fan of the Mad Max series, I would say it probably is still a really solid game worth checking out. And as I said, that lore is there if you want to read the lore, uh, or you can just skip it and just go by, you know, what you see in the story and what you see uh, just in the game in general. Especially if you catch it on sale, which I think now it's pretty much always a fairly low price because it has been out for a while, and it pretty frequently goes on sale, I think. So I would say it's definitely worthwhile. Again, I'm only three hours in, so that may change later on. And I'll probably do another review uh, later on. But with my early preview, I would say it's definitely worth it. And I'm having a super fun time. From the newsroom. There is actually a little bit of news this week. Telltale Batman Episode 2 is now out. If you've got the season pass, you probably got it already and downloaded it. If you're buying them one at a time, uh, you can pick it up. It's out. Gears of War 4 is due out on October 11th. And with the new Xbox Play Anywhere uh, sort of thing they are doing, that means it is available for Xbox One and PC. And as such, I am considering getting it because it has always been one of those series that looked pretty interesting to me. But never having, you know, a system that it ran on, I never have actually played it. I did have, I think it was about one or two hours of play at the uh, Internet Gaming Cafe one day. I had uh, stopped in on my birthday because you get, like, the day pass free. And it's like, oh, I got some time to kill before I do this other thing. I will check out Gears of War. So I I think it was the first one I checked out, and I I had a pretty fun time. But I'm going to probably wait Uh, and see what the reviews say just before it releases, and see if they mention, you know, how long the campaign is. Everybody in the previews have said they really like, you know, the campaign, and it looks like it's going to be really long. So I think if the campaign is longer than, like, 20 hours, I'll probably pick it up. But if it's like, you know, many other current shooters that have come out recently, and it's only, like, 10 hours and the campaign's done... I'll be like, no, I'll pass and wait for a sale or something. Like I said, I'm not familiar with the Gears of War series, so I don't know uh, how long their campaigns are. Uh, so we'll see. And I'll uh, definitely let people know if I pick that up and what I think of it. Uh, I guess maybe next podcast? Uh, it will depend. Um, you know, I, I don't hold me to it. We'll see. I, I will certainly mention if I uh, am considering picking it up or not on next podcast. And that's it for the news. So that's it for this week's podcast. I guess I still feel pretty okay in general. I am fairly sad though still because, uh, you know, the money is 
set to expire uh, when I run out of it. And even though that's still, you know, a little bit over a year from now, I did have to spend like 200 bucks on tires recently because I guess they were really super bad and so I had to get them replaced. So that was unexpected and quite uh, a surprise. So that was depressing. So that pushed my time forward a little bit. And, you know, we are only a couple months from it just being a year before I run out, which, you know, makes me feel very nervous and worried about it because that means that, you know, if anything bad happened, uh, my money would be instantly gone. So I'm getting progressively worried about that and stressed out about that uh, much sooner than I hoped I would be. I don't need donations, but certainly any donations that would come would certainly help me, you know, extend that period out and worry slightly less. But aside from that uh, sadness and worry, I guess I'm okay uh, in general. And hopefully, I will see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. I don't remember the name of it at this point. Might be Beyond Thunderdome. I'm probably just going to delete that part. But that's... If you get out of your car, you have this mechanic companion, and he'll... And of course, all of the main storyline dog... dog, dog. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2016 by Eric Stryker, a.k.a. Rabbit.